much music at gofreshnow.com. I say what toxic relationships are I would like to put it out there that there is no perfect relationship anywhere toxic relationships are relationships that basically damage your self-esteem and leave you feeling drained in drought or unhealthy mentally toxic relationships are not only for the weak sometimes the strong the smart and even the healthy people find themselves tangled in toxic relationships truth is relationships evolve some grow, some crash. So, I, I like us not to get it twisted. It's not only romantic relationships that can get toxic. Non-romantic relationships as well can be toxic. But for the purpose of this series, we're going to be treating toxic romantic relationships. We have a great guest joining us tonight. She is Mrs. Temitope Akinro Timi. Without further ado, I'd like us to begin the show. My name is Ogiemi Okwaoluwa. Welcome to our second episode. Okay, good evening everybody. And I'm Adichide Anna. And I'm Emmanuel, your co-host. Well, right. Okay, and like, just like... Said we have a guest with us today. Marcus, can you introduce yourself? Okay, my name is Timmy. Okay, I'm curious to me. What else? What else about me? I'm a woman, obviously. I'm a woman, obviously. With lots and lots and lots of children. It's nice to be very well. Okay, welcome, Ma. Welcome, Ma. Welcome. Welcome. Okay, so moving straight to today's topic, we're talking about toxic relationships. Now, when when we hear toxic, everybody feels like, okay, you know, when you say something is toxic, it means that you can you can see it's glaring, like this thing is going to harm you, and then you can run away from it, like a toxic gas and all that. But then, when it comes to relationships, it's really not like that. So. Um, I'll be. I'd like to ask our host, what do you understand by the word toxic relationship? Okay, judging from the word itself, like toxic, let's begin with that. Um, it's something that is unhealthy, and so when it comes to relationships, it actually means an unhealthy relationship. Um, a toxic relationship is such that put a strain on her. Maybe as women, as men, as boys, as girls, put the strain on us and affect us psychologically, um, mentally, emotionally, and sometimes even physically. So that's basically 
All right. Thank you very much, Ma. That, is, that was a very wonderful explanation. Okay, quickly, we'll move on to um, some other questions we'd love to ask you, Ma. So, Ma, what, what do you think makes ladies or men not be able to leave toxic relationships? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really funny because um, a lot of us know what, not even a lot of us, every one of us understands what not. I mean, when you right. love, it's, it's very difficult to let go. Um, and so it's not easy to actually judge people for not wanting to walk out of a toxic relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. as we said earlier, um, since it's not LD, um, if somebody is sick and you refuse to go to the hospital, maybe doing the COVID 19, for example, I mean, your family members don't have a choice. They have to walk away from you just to keep them yeah. safe as well. And so that applies to subject relationships also. As much as we love people, people who are not um, making the relationship so LD for us, maybe my, my partner in marriage or somebody who's in a relationship with someone, on marriage, you know, they still need to just let go. But these are the things that wouldn't let you go easily. Number one is fear. Particularly for us as Africans, there's always a place or a thing about, oh, where do I start from? How do I tell everybody? I mean, this was the guy who got me by the time this last year. How do I tell people who are no longer together? You know, my friends are speaking to How do I tell them, oh, we broke up and all that? I just want to feel good with myself. And so let me just continue. So, there's just thing about fear, the fear of what people are going to say, fear of where am I going to start from, um, the fear of I don't want to lose everything that I have put into this relationship. Sometimes maybe you don't trust together. Even without being married, people do invest together. Like, I can't walk away from this. I've actually invested into this. And so there's a fear of the time that I've put into the relationship, the respect exactly. that I've put into the relationship. And also, the fear of being alone. <laughs> a lot of us are very, very afraid of being alone. And I can say that for myself. I mean, I endure some things. Not necessarily in um, intimate relationships and all that. But I mean, growing up as an only child, being by myself is really scary. Like, I have to, I have to outgrow it. It took me telling myself, like, this is not how life ought to be. You know, I have to learn to, like, be alone, enjoy my me time and all that. So for some people, it's about, I don't want to be alone. I, I, I don't want to be all by myself. Another reason for which people would not let go of a toxic relationship would be low self-acceptance. I mean, somebody once said, we accept the kind of love we feel that we deserve. If I feel I'm not better than this, then whatever you give to me is what I'm going to take from you. So if I don't see myself as a king or as a queen, if I don't see so much value in myself, then I'll take whatever you bring to me, and then I'll just accept it like that. And so it becomes very difficult for me to walk away from that kind of relationship because I feel I can't get something better. So that's about that. Then um, I think one more important thing is investment and love. I mean, all that I've put into it. I mean, imagine that you've been with somebody for five years, it's a toxic relationship, but then you can, you can imagine having to think that this person is going to be with another person. And so that, that, that alone is scary. You are like, no, I have put in so much into this. I'm not going to let somebody else take my place. Meanwhile, you're unclear. Meanwhile, you're not in a good place. So those are some of the things that would make people unable to work with this situation. 
that's that's quite a lot a whole lot actually a lot to take in
And she was a good girl. I, from all indications, I can tell you who her. That was the only person she had, like a boyfriend and all that. But it got to a point that the guy was, I mean, he was, he was, he was a really good person, very terrible guy. He would, he would blame her, he would, he would bring her down, he would accuse her of all kinds of things and all that that wasn't going on. And then he would beat her up. Now, he was so bad that at the point where yeah, I was a Christian, she wasn't, but I think she was my friend, so I don't want to get a lot of money, but we still remain friends. And then she would tell me, oh, he beat me and all that. And so at the point, I was like, you keep complaining, but you need to walk away. And she said something to me, she said, it feels like this is the only person that I am really beautiful for. We were good friends, I mean, we talked. He had a family that really cared about her, but he didn't take away the fact that he had one person, don't forget, he was the first guy who ever touched her. And so that was one thing she was thinking when she That was an investment. So I didn't <laughs> Yeah. Uh-uh. Wow, why are you always like this? Like, man, you're sluggish. And then they're laughing. 
But I mean, it's not for me to you because you have a receiving it. Another thing is avoidance. You know, there are relationships where you just want to, you just want to take it. Your face goes like, the person goes like, hello, and you're like, hi. Then you just wait for the person to the next thing. Because you don't know what you're going to say that will bring the power. Did I want to have one?
back. Okay. Uh, why they came in and co-hosting you now? Hello, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Wow. Yes, I can. Okay, so before we went on a break, well, Mrs. Temichokwe gave us a whole lot of, you know, spice and curry and maggie and thyme. And, and everything nice. And yeah. Top, toxic so um, she said something about someone that um, you know, someone that doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like to ask this now: for in, when you are in a relationship, how do you hold the other party? How do you correct the other party without making that person feel any less of who he or she is? Because if we say that a toxic relationship is one in which um, the other person doesn't make me feel good about myself. Does it? It might mean that that person doesn't really know how to correct in love, or the person doesn't know my love language, like we spoke about in the last session. So how do how do you balance that differentiate from a toxic relationship? Is that for me? Yes, sir. It should. <laughs> All right. So, toxic relationships, okay. So, if I got you correctly, we're differentiating on how to, you know, pass across the message efficiently without hurting anybody's feelings, right? Yes. All right. So, um, like we have discussed earlier, toxic, anything that is toxic is harmful, dangerous, um, and in this case, since the context of the relationship is harmful to the relationship. Now... Mm-hmm. It is, it is quite evident and it is normal for some people to actually have these toxic traits and not know that they have it. Alright, so um, according to research, there are eight categories of toxic characters. We have number one, belittlers, bad-tempered, guilty-inducers, deflators, the dependent partner, the independent partner, the users, and the possessive. So every toxic trait is grouped under these eight um, categories, yeah? Are you with me? Uh Alright, so so it now boils down to the fact that whoever has toxic traits, yeah, has to be willing to admit to the fact that they have this particular trait. Like, as we said, or as I've said earlier, some people don't know that they have toxic traits. We think it's out of love. Let's take, for example, now, possessive because i really <laughs> i really find this particular one very interesting all right so you and your partner are dating let me use the guy since i'm a guy so i don't be like i'm attacking woman now all right so let's assume the guy now is has a possessive is, um, has a trait under the possessive category meaning he's always um feeling like you know the other partner is probably somewhere with somebody else enjoying and he's feeling sort of like insecure and all of that okay. wanting to know passwords wanting to i'm not saying all of that is not bad but there's a limit to all this yeah so mm-hmm. in order for in order for that kind of issue to be addressed this partner has to admit that yes i'm doing it because 
where there's a block or where there's a stumbling block in this kind of in this kind of situation is when the partner that has his toxic trait doesn't want to admit or doesn't want to just like see the possibility of having this toxic trait. Like now, someone that is possessive will not um will not come forward and say I'm possessive, I'm jealous, I'm this, I'm that. He would rather want to be defending himself, whether it's a guy or a girl. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it begins with first admitting that yes, I have this toxic trait, and then also the other partner has to, you know, work on this particular trait with the partner, not just because the person admitted you now see it as a flaw and start, you know, dwelling on it continuously because the person has admitted you work on it together, basically. Okay, thank you so much, Emmanuel. So moving on to the next question, because it's only time for um, people sending in their questions and filing in. Now, how do you fix? Do you fix a toxic relationship, or do you just accept and let it go? Because from what you said, yeah, you spoke about sticking. Um, the two people are going to fix that toxic relationship, but then when we say something is toxic and harmful, do you fix it mm-hmm. or do you let the relationship go? This question is for Mrs. Tim Okay. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so talking about fixing toxic relationships, it, it's really it's really dicey because life is all about choices. I mean, ultimately, I live with the choices that I make. But I want to state clearly that the moment the toxic relationship becomes abusive to the point of the person getting physical with you, there is no need waiting to ask yourself, maybe you should fix it or not. As long as you're not married, because these things are these things are deep. In marriage, it's a different ballgame. It's not as easy as we're talking about when 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 you're married, because what you signed for in marriage is for better for worse, and worse is when it beats you, it's worse, you know. But then your life is important. God doesn't want you to die in the hand of an abuser, and that's why I'm saying it's quite dicey. Which is why, as unmarried people, we need to decide for ourselves the kind of choice we want to make. Although people change along the line, which I understand very well, but then there is always a choice. If somebody is going to end up being very toxic to that point, you should have seen the traces from the onset, at least a little bit. Now, talking about <laughs> you fixing it or not, it has to do with making up your mind and asking yourself, do I want to be like Jesus, who would love to the point of time for a wretch? Yeah, like you and I. <laughs> but if you don't want to go in that way, um, it's advisable. I mean, you don't feel good in a toxic relationship. Why would you okay. want to go on with it? Why would you want to? If you do not no. feel, if the person is not willing to change, maybe it's you or your partner. Okay. If the person is not willing to change, or you guys have tried, you know, going for whatever kind of counseling here and then with your pastor, with people who are older than you or whatever, and it looks like it's not just worth working. I mean, it's time to just walk away. But then if you choose to fix it, like I said, maybe you had a dream, you know, the way we receive our spouses, you say, well, I had a dream, and then the guy descended from heaven in white garments, and then he <laughs> was like oh, an no, angel. No, no. So in that kind of situation, it might not be easy to walk away because you know what you saw. Oh, I had a revelation. God told me that's my husband. No problem. Okay. We know you saw. Because I wasn't there when you were saying, <laughs> not with my eyes. So in that situation, it is better you you seek for help. Don't don't act like oh because God gave me the revelation that's my spouse. So it means I'm going to handle this my way. No, 
sometimes you need to speak out and you need to get the help you can get however if it is draining you so much that even you know that your life is not making sense as a result of that then there's no point there's there's nothing to fix if you have tried to fix it it's better you just walk away it's better you have a broken relationship than it damaged broken marriage yeah come on so. come on there's nothing to fix. There's nothing to fix. If you have tried fixing and it's unfixable, only Jesus can fix. Master Jesus okay. can fix for it. Yeah. Only Master Jesus can fix it. All right. Okay. Okay. Let, 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 let me let me say this quickly concerning this whole fix of the thing. Do you know that a lot of times people who are toxic do not even know they are, and even exactly. when they know that they are, a lot of times they do not admit them. So if the toxic person is not willing to work on him or herself, then that person is not deserving of your time and of your emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Deep. 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 Broken. Broken. Oh yeah. Okay. So what just said she needs to write it down. All right. So um, um, said something earlier about um, categories of toxic characters, and he said something about independent partner. Now this is very very alarming for me, especially for the ladies that like independence. Independence. Mm. Now I'm and the guys that like to form jagaban, I do not need hey, to stop help. it. Stop you it. Know? Stop it. Oh, all things. This one is mm. not quite as stressing you, Sha. But you can do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so um, how 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 does being independent become a toxic character? Take it back for me. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> the reason I asked that is that came like hmm, that came like me fifty percent, and I mean I was thinking about it and I said I can be very independent and I can be very very over dependent. Like I can fall into those two categories. Yes, I can do without you like straight up, and I can choose not to do without you. And I'll give you I'll, I'll explain this. It's that it's so bad that. I cannot operate a bank account myself. I do not operate bank accounts. Like whatever I have to do has to come through my husband. If you need to pay me anything, because I don't like banks. So for that, I depend on him like hundred percent. Now, the times that he's not willing to do those things, like he says, do these things yourself. So there's this time we went to the bank and it was really embarrassing. I needed to change my phone number or something and we got to the bank. My husband was standing next to me. So they said, Who exactly wants to speak to the manager, the account manager? And I'm like um, both of us, and they said, "Who's account?" I said, "Man, is it a joint account?" I said, "No." <laughs> it was really embarrassing because he had wanted. So the guy said, "Madam, this is your account. You should." He was bad. I didn't know my phone number one. I didn't know my account number two. So the guy looked and said, "You are not dogs." And I was thinking in my mind, like, it's my choice. I decide to depend on him. What's your business? It's my husband. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. So back to the independent, toxic person or partner. Um, this kind of people, you know, ah, they always like it's about me. Like it's never gonna be about you. Everything is about me. Hey, um, hey, the children, hey. school, the choice of school, um, how we celebrate our anniversary. Everything oh, wow. is just about me. Like wow. it means you don't have sense enough to be a part of whatever thing we are doing. And that is really, really damaging. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't in any way make any sense. So I actually use myself as an example to say that sometimes these things like us, 
it doesn't actually mean we are 100% bad people. It just means we need to work on ourselves. There has to be a balance, you know, so. And sometimes people don't even know they are controlling. They, they, they target and they say, oh, I'm just, I'm just this person who is independent. Particularly for those of us who are choleric and not, we go like, no, I'm just independent. This is who I am. But then we need to watch it. We need to put people in our shoes also. Put others in your shoes and ask yourself, how would I feel if somebody is trying to just take over and do everything in this relationship without respecting, you know, the contribution of the other person? Mm. So it has to be balanced. If you're independent, oh, yeah. you're dependent. You have to, you have to, you know, Oh, okay. All right. So, Emmanuel, over right. to you. Over to me. Hello, guys. So, we're uh, entering into the Q&A section. Question and answer. All of you know Sabi English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the number to call is 081-688-51327. I will take it again. And you can also send messages on this number on WhatsApp. 81 688 51327. And luckily for us, we have a question. So the question is Aside romantic relationship, how do I handle a toxic relationship with EG, my brother, father, etc.? They are always beating me or abusing me, but these are family. Oh, oh, it's the shy that I build something. Yeah. Okay. So I, I need. The two ladies' opinion on this and their answer. So, Ma, I'll start with you first since you know you are a bomb. Yeah, you're something in next two minutes. Just the first shall be the last, don't forget. And the last shall be the first. Mm. Ma, in this context, in this context, in this context, I'm the one that's okay. contextually speaking, Ma. You are the one. <laughs> no problem. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so um, I was thinking about that as I um, prepared for this and seriously it's, it's it's very terrible in this part of the world where you really cannot even speak out you, you can't challenge your parents you can't report to, to anyone when i see anyone i mean the authorities but i think that there are still ways around it i mean as, as believers we have pastors and parents wouldn't even like you telling their spiritual leaders you know what's going on how you they beat you unnecessarily and all that but that's why we need to learn to have our place also as God's children. Sometimes this thing is a, is, a, is a product of how they were raised also, number one. It's a product of the environment they found themselves. Because you would find out, this same parents beating their children here would go abroad and they would have, their minds will reset, their brains will reset. Because they know if I beat you, I'm going to jail. If I beat you, I could get in trouble. The social workers could take my child away from me. So sometimes... We really don't have power over what they do, but I think we also should try as much as we can have healthy conversations with people. When I say yeah. healthy conversations, I mean you're not trying to be rude, you're not trying to be rebellious, you know, you're not you're not talking out of anger. You find a good time when daddy's at the school, you know, when mommy's at the school, you do something really nice that they can appreciate, and then you just let them know, mommy, I'm dying inside. The way you beat me, eh, is 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 breaking my heart. I mean, give it a try. Somebody would say, we're Africans. How would you go and tell your mother? Why don't you try it? With God, nothing shall be impossible. Give it a to your elder brother. Do the same. Uh, I mean, do something nice for your brother and let him know. I feel hurt when you do this to me. It hurts me. You might not know it, but I don't feel comfortable with it. And so that's about that. 
maybe because we're yeah. in Africa, because if it was elsewhere, I would say yes. if you talk to them and they don't stop, then maybe you get the authorities involved because this affects yes, you also. Uh, that's right, but you know, in this country, we don't have authorities anyway. But let, let, let me say this. Okay, you have anything to add Just to add, um, I don't, I, this might sound, it might sound funny, but then actually pray about it. Really. Because the thing is, like um, um, our host, our co host said, our guest speaker, that like she said, it might be as a, pro, um, a product of how they were raised. Some people yeah. feel like if you do any small thing, not small, you slap the brain, child's brain will be set, chap, chap. You get So that's how they've been brought up. That's how they've been raised. But then it doesn't work like that for every child. And it doesn't work like that now in this time and age. Yeah. So for time. me, I would say the heart of the king is in the hands of, you know, uh, Abba Father. Oh, pastor. Stop it. I feel you. I feel that's, you. That's one, that's one thing you can do. God, God really touch your heart. And then in Nigeria, actually, you get to a level where they cannot be swinging. So, another people send person will send you to Nigeria. You don't know, you don't know about level. this. Let, don't enter that level. You think there's a level they can't. <laughs> you never see a CBC before. Okay, I, was we have I, was I was 25 when my mother landed me and slapped that, that made me fall on the floor in public. Oh. I was 25 okay. years old. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Just putting it out there. Just put, don't worry, don't be scared, our listeners. Don't be scared. <laughs> Not to happen to you. <laughs> so, so we have another question. We have another question. So, okay, this is for you. Is it possible to be in a relationship without any traces of toxic traits in it? And so many things. Hmm. Yeah, trace, trait, toxic trait. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it possible? Now, it is possible. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Mommy, please answer. I think I take a bow on 
the, the, the first part says, um, is it, is it possible? possible? Okay. Mm -hmm. To be in any relationship without any of those categories that I mentioned earlier appearing. And if no, like if it's not possible, so what now determines if the relationship can be described as toxic? If, you see, if any let, of those categories. Okay. Yeah. Let me start okay. with the first one. We, we have to be real and understand that we are humans. The fact yeah. that I think somebody is toxic does not mean I do not have a level of toxicity. Like every one of us. Because we are humans and the sinful nature is there. You know, we, we all make mistakes. We fall into error and all that. So we, but then when it gets to a point where someone else's um, psychological, emotional, mental, spiritual well-being is being affected, is when it is not, you know, something that you can actually just endure and just say, oh, you're overlooking it. So I'm trying to say that. We might have these things in our relationships, but I mean, it mustn't be, it mustn't be terrible. It mustn't be so much that it, it drains us, you know, it affects our well-being. And so I'm trying to say that we might see these things, one or two of them in our relationships, you know, but then there is a need to work on ourselves. There's a need to let the other person know, I think I'm seeing this trace in you. And I don't think it's healthy for our relationship. Can we talk about this? What can I do to help you not to become this person? Or what can I do to help you, you know, to stop being this kind of person? Because I can see that you're becoming toxic. So, um, I, that's, that's about that. Okay, um, let me just add this now. Someone just responded and said, um, toxicity is as a result of constant show of the above usage. So, um, just like... Um, <coughs> all said I, I believe that once in a while the traits will show but then when it becomes constant a routine like it goes on and on and on and on it doesn't stop then it, uh, then it stops it all right all right we have another question coming in sorry we don't have much time so we have to go fast we have to all go right. fast all right so what should be the limit in this kind of relationship at what point should we end it? I mean, when does forgiveness come in? They're breaking things on. I know you understood it. Yeah. So, um, okay, can you, do you, are you capable? Or should you give it to me? No, let me answer. And I'll just add. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let me, let me say this and let me be clear concerning this. How you see yourself is how others are going to treat you. If you look at yourself and you see a king or a queen in you, then that is what you get from other people. The moment you see yourself as a queen or as a king and the other person is not seeing that in you, um, that's a big problem. God, God, God wants the best for you. He actually doesn't want you to be messed up and talked down on or looked down upon and all that. That's not his will for you. However, we have to forgive, yes. But I mean, it gets to a point where, when it gets to a point where you are forgiven, but you know that that forgiveness, as you keep forgiving and, and you keep letting go, it will still land you in hell. Because you know within yourself that you have not, you are not totally forgiven. You, you've not forgiven or you are not forgiving this person. This person is hurting you constantly and you know that it's affecting you to the point that you're beginning to resent the person. And there's really no point. I mean, there's, there's, there's really no point. So like I said, what the apple of God's eyes, 
were to be treated as such. And so when somebody looks at me and doesn't see that in me, then I need to have a conversation with the person. And if the person is not willing to change and see me as a queen and treat me as one, then I think I'd rather walk away and let God walk on the person. If we come back together, fine. If not, so be it. I'll find my king somehow. you find your queen somehow. Mm. Okay, so mm. just to ask what she said now, I want to retreat something. She said, see me as a and treat me like one. You don't just see me as a queen and I'll call me queen, but you treat me like one. And when it comes to um, the issue of forgiveness, now, you forgiving the person has nothing to do with you moving on with the relationship. You can forgive the person and let the relationship go. So mm. when it comes to okay. forgiveness and, and working on your relationship, working on a relationship involves both of you. Both of you sitting down and saying, okay, this is where we have it wrong. These are the things we are doing wrong. Okay, let's work on it. And you forgive and move on. But then when it comes to, okay, it doesn't look like it's going well. Please, I forgive you, but you know, let's go our separate ways. That's my take, too. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you. I think that's all the questions we have for this session this evening. All right. We have one more. Did you say we have one more? We have one. Yes, we do. Oh, I, um, oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Let me get to that question. All right. So, okay, let me just give this one to you. In a relationship where one partner tends to behave like the boss more than the other or wants things done the way the partner wants to do it, the way he or she wants, is that toxic? I'm very sorry. I need to process this question. But do you understand? Uh, please, can you repeat the question? In a relationship, when one partner behaves like the boss more than the other, and wants things done in his own way, is that toxic? I think that's toxic. Okay. Uh, now, I think that's toxic because that's being possessive one. And yeah. to do that, I feel like you might employ the use of guilt and belittling that other person. The guilt indicates so yeah. Exactly, like you make that person feel guilty, mm-hmm. and then you also belittle whatever that person has to say or whatever that yes. person is feeling. Like you make the person feel like, man, you do, you don't have a say in this. It's my way. Do you get? So I, I believe that's yeah. toxic. Very toxic. Very, very toxic actually. Mommy, you agree too, right? Hundred percent. All right. So, hello guys. That is all for this evening i want to thank you for tuning in and sending in your questions if you have more questions please put them on the group chat and i would like to call out the number one more time 081-688-51327 please make sure that you follow us on our instagram page at co-eliminators and also follow us on mixlr remember it's at co-eliminators on instagram and you can join us next week on Friday for another wonderful session. So I would like to call on okay to close this session for us. Sorry, I'm very sorry. Correction Wednesday, not Friday. Next week, Wednesday, please. Next week, Wednesday, not Friday. Next week, Wednesday. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, ma'am. Mrs. Timmy talked by Akira Timmy for honoring our invitation. It was really lovely having you with us tonight. Thank you so much, ma'am. Also, to our lovely audience, thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, Remember to join us next week on Wednesday by 9 p.m. Same time, same place.
next week. Remember, you can reach us out at any time on our Instagram account at coeliminators, or you can send us a mail, coeliminators at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful night rest. Thank you.